the NBA playoff conversation and we turn the attention to the Golden State Warriors as they're looking to fend off elimination at the hands of the Los Angeles Lakers. They're down 3-1. They play tonight. So we pop on out to the KDOS hotline. John Cannon, former Valley Talk Show host, set to talk Golden State Warriors with us. Uh, John, it's Bob and Kayla. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing fine. Uh, You too. Happy to talk to you again. Absolutely. Looking forward to it here. Uh, As I mentioned, the Warriors do find themselves in an elimination game tonight against the Lakers. Steve Kerr has made adjustments to the starting lineups. Kevon Looney, we've seen Jamichael Green, we've seen Gary Payton the second. But in the end, it's been Steph Curry needing to do a lot and the Lakers putting a lot of defensive pressure on him. So is there anything matchup wise that the Warriors can try to do to get Steph Curry free and get other guys involved? Well, I think um, what's interesting about this series and the other Western Conference series is they're coming down to the same thing, which is depth. Uh, The Suns are in a situation where, in kind of a a weird gift of the Magi thing, um, where, just to to remind people what that was, the the couple, uh, this was a 100-year-old story, where all they had, they were very poor, and all they had was the the, the, the man had a watch that he loved very much, and the wife had beautiful hair. And when they were going to give gifts to each other for Christmas, the wife went out and sold her hair for the money to buy a chain for the watch. The husband sold his watch for combs and brushes for his wife's hair. This is essentially what the sons did when they got Kevin Durant. <laughs> they traded the people that they needed to make the Kevin Durant thing work in order to get Kevin Durant. And and they've been, I think, trying to push a stone uphill with their nose ever since. And when Devin Booker is great, they've been successful. And when Devin Booker is good, they haven't been because they don't have the depth pieces. The Warriors have always had the depth pieces. Strength in numbers, starting in 2016, 2015. That was their their mantra, and they had it, they had it even last year. This year, they've gotten so little out of their depth pieces in this playoff series. Um, the one game they won, Jermichael Green hit some buckets. Other than that, they've gotten nothing. They got absolutely, actually, equally zero from Jordan Poole last game. I mean, he's been terrible a lot. I heard a guy on NBA radio say, where's the mistrust? Why do they not trust Jordan Poole? Like, what season have you been watching? <laughs> he's, he's been awful. But... So that's the problem, is can they, at home, you know, role players play better at home, that's what they always say, can they at home get enough out of these depth pieces? And I also think what's well, going to help them tonight, I think the Lakers are going to take the night off. That's kind of what they do when they don't really need to win a game. And if the Warriors can coast tonight and and get an easy one where Clay and Draymond and Steph don't have to play 40 minutes, I think that might give them a chance to steal one in game six. Yeah, Looney had the health issues early in the series. That actually kind of forced Steve Kerr into playing Jermichael Green more. And, of course, Looney was a rebounding machine against the Kings. How much has Looney's situation hindered the Warriors in this series? A lot. I mean, even before, I think it was game four, I saw him quoted as saying, you know, I'm okay, I can go which doesn't sound like I'm fine, um, and he has not played the same. Bob, you really have noticed a, a difference in his energy and ability. You know, His whole thing is anticipation, seeing where the ball's going 
and and getting there before somewhere else because he's not going to out jump anybody for a rebound. But he has not been able to do that um, in this series. So hopefully he's better. I, I have found it very interesting. This is the only second round series that did not have an extra game, extra day rather, an extra day off stuck in there somewhere. And I thought at the beginning that it might benefit the Warriors uh, because the Lakers have, you know, they've got older players, older stars who have trouble, you know, putting great efforts back to back. But I think that caused me to not look at the the problem the Warriors are going to have with the same thing. And the Warriors have now played every other day since I think it was game three, maybe game four of the King series. And every game they've played has been high leverage since, really, I'd say since game one of the King series. And once they lost game, game one, they have been playing must-win games ever since, every other day they've played one. And I think that's just wearing them down. And the weird thing, Bob, is that the, the Warriors always wore everybody else down. The, the act of having the guard, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, as they skittered around the court constantly, would, by the fourth quarter, take its toll, and players just wouldn't have it in them to go close out on that shot or to block out on that rebound. Well, now it's the Warriors who are running out of gas, and I thought that last couple of minutes of the fourth quarter um, really showed that in, in this last game, that they were not going to the hole because they didn't have the energy to go to the hole. They were settling for three-pointers because it was all they could do. And then, of course, the three-pointers were coming up way short because they were exhausted. So I think they're a team in trouble. And like I said, I think the only way out for them is to, is to have a really great push in the first quarter of this game, convince the, the Lakers there's no point to continuing, um, and get them, get them off, their, off their legs for most of the rest of the game. John Cannon, former. Well, let me let, let me add one more thing. I'm so, I apologize, Caleb, but let me just the scheduling in this series because is because the because the television people want this. If there's a game seven, they want this game on Sunday. That's why there's no time off. Absolutely, and and the fact that they wanted the game one on Saturday, I think it was, and yeah. and so then they just had to fit everything else in in between. I completely agree. It's 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 because this is great. TV theater, but the Warriors had 36 hours between the end of that Kings series and the start of the Lakers series. I mean, yeah, you're playing at home, but that doesn't that doesn't make up for a 36-hour break between games. So they really been behind the eight ball ever since that started. Well, that Saturday contest uh, certainly helped out the TV ratings as it was the highest watched game since like 1999 in the second round of the NBA playoffs. John Cannon, former Valley talk show host here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Point. You talked about being tired. Uh, You know, Steph Curry, obviously the Lakers are throwing everything at him uh, to force him, uh, you know, to be a facilitator at times and to work really hard to get his offensive shot. But they're also making him work on the defensive end of the ball here uh so you know what can the warriors do to combat any of that well i guess they they can they can try to work a little harder with the screen game to not allow the lakers to isolate steph i mean you just if, if you're defending and you're aggressive you go you're going over screens um or you look for an opportunity right after the screen for steph to switch with someone who's close by um to have him not have to to work so hard on defense, but it, it's hard. 
And, and the Warriors are really doing the same thing with Anthony Davis, and they did it with some success. I mean, there's no question the Warriors could come out of game four saying, we found something. You know, they held the Lakers to 100, what, 104 points. And considering how they'd gotten blown out, you know, in that previous game, that was, that was a win for them. And they should have won the game. They had it in control. And they just, you know, lost track of it down the stretch. But at least they came out of that game knowing there's something we did that worked. I have to say this. The Warriors' success in these long series, and Bob, we've talked about this for years, is that they figure it out. Sooner or later, they, they, they stumble on something in a series that is a difference maker, and then they stay with it. And they, so there have been a lot of series over the years where they're down 2-1 and they won in six. It's happened a lot. I'm really impressed with Darvin Ham and the Lakers staff and the adjustments that they've made game to game in this to, to continually put it back on the Warriors to make another adjustment. Okay, that adjustment you made was good. Well, we're going to adjust to that adjustment, and now you're going to have to make another one. And I don't know if this is going to be the series where they run out of adjustments and they just don't have an answer. And, and let, me, let me also say this. The Warriors were throttled by the Lakers before the trade deadline. And the Lakers owned the Warriors this season when they were terrible. They're a bad matchup with the Warriors because they're so long that the Warriors are going to have a really hard time with them. Then they got rid of Westbrook, which is anybody's best friend when they were playing the Lakers, was the fact that Westbrook was on the court. They got rid of him. They got some more long guys in there. And, and, and that was the thing when the, when the Lakers beat the Grizzlies. Nobody in Warrior land was like, oh, great, it's the Lakers. Even though it was the seven seed instead of the two seed, and even though it was a trip to L.A. instead of Memphis, nobody in the Warriors world was happy to see that matchup. Clay Thompson, his consistency has wavered. Uh, how much of that is just the injuries over the past few years? How much of it is maybe some age going on here? And you got a guy that is – really so good at moving without the basketball in his hands to really depend on a lot of his open looks. Yeah, you know, when I was on with Kayla uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about ego and how the strength of the Warriors is that the core four people, which is Lacob, Myers, Kerr, and Curry, all manage their egos perfectly. They, they're Obviously, they could be egomaniacs because they're all really good at what they do. But they stay in their lane. They let other people do what they're, what they're going to do. They respect others, and they really do a great job with that. I think Clay's ego is getting the best of him in, in these circumstances where he is not recognizing that he's taking bad shots. He can still make good shots, and, and he did it um, in the game they won in this series. But when he rushes, when he forces you know, when he tries to shoot himself out of a slump, you hear that term, he kills the Warriors. Those are live ball turnovers, basically. And they, they create dunks on the other end. So if they can't get him to see that, just sit him down, look at the film, Clay, you're killing us, then that's going to be a big problem. And they've had the same problem with Jordan Poole. They, they've, they've not been able to get him to see that his – Driving to the basket with no plan just doesn't ever work. And falling down once you get there, which is his other big thing that he does to try to get a foul call and never does, that doesn't work either. 
So it's going to be interesting. And I wonder if we're going to see some Jonathan Kaminga, who, by the way, has been terrible when he's been out there. He's very physically gifted, but he misses a lot of defensive assignments and played pretty well during the season, a couple of different stretches. But I just don't know that Kerr has the buttons to push right now. John Cannon, former Valley Talk Show host right here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Point. Okay, so you say you don't know if Steve Kerr uh, has the buttons to push or what buttons to push here. So does that mean it comes from Draymond tonight? Uh, Is he the answer? Well, he's another guy that has not been consistent in this series. And part of it is a very tough matchup for him. You know, guarding AD, you know, tough. I mean, he gives up a lot of, a lot of height to him. Um, so they, there's no question they need a great game from Draymond. When he scores double-figure points, their record is they win 75% of their games. I mean, it really makes a huge difference if he's contributing on offense. But the other thing with him is turnovers. He and Steph Curry both throw the ball away about four times a game for you know no reason. They're just trying to make an impossible pass, and, and it doesn't work. There was one step through to Clay. Clay wasn't looking. He was leading. He was ahead on the fast break, and he wasn't looking at Steph. I mean, they're just making mistakes, and I really hate to say this. I think the age factor is in play here. I think these guys are exhausted. I think they are, when, when you're older, you don't recover as quickly. I, I don't know. I've played, um, I used to play a lot of tennis. And when I would play for a couple hours, I get to where I couldn't remember the score. And I just think mentally, when your body is in basically not, not sh- panic mode, but it's doing everything it can to keep the blood pumping and keep the heart pumping. It's going to take resources from your brain <laughs> in order to make that happen. And I think that they just do crazy things sometimes at the end of games, things they didn't do when they were you know, 10 years younger. It's really hard to do what they're trying to do. You watch any older golfer try to string four rounds together at the U.S. Open, it doesn't happen because it's really hard to do once you get to a certain age. And I think when you're playing every other night in the, in the playoffs, high-leverage games, I, just, I think it's really hard. And the, and the Lakers are good. And so we'll see what happens. And if they can squeeze this one out tonight, and especially if they can do it in, with a big enough margin that they can get those guys some rest, then I'd give them a chance in game six. And wouldn't it be something if it came down to that? You know, they've won a road game in 26 straight playoff series. And that's what they'd have to do. If they win game five, then they got to go win game six in order to stay alive and keep that streak going. If they don't, then the streak ends. And, you know, when this team finishes, especially if it's in this round, it could look very different next year than it does right now. Last one for me real fast. I mean, is their best chance tonight just try to get Davis in screen roll situations and try to wear him down at the defensive end? Yeah, try to wear him down and maybe try to get some fouls on him. But it's hard because yep. who do you have that can really, you know, put that pressure on him? And you don't have anyone who can score over him. So you're just trying to get him to maybe reach or make a mistake or else get get down into the basket where you can – you can draw coverage and then then pass to somebody 
for a layup or a dunk. I mean, I think they had some trouble, some uh, success with Gary Payton on that. You know, another guy I'm really concerned about is Wiggins. You know, last year he really seemed to emerge in the playoffs as a different kind of player than he'd been his whole career. Does it look to you, Bob, like he's kind of that same guy that he was in Minnesota this this playoff series? Yeah, I think that's a good analogy. I, I go along, I go along with that for sure. Yeah, I'm with you. Passing up open trees, you know. I mean, he he plays good defense, but he he's not the force that he was against the Celtics. And they wouldn't have won that series if it wasn't for him against the Celtics. And he's not rebounding like he did. And and that's you know that's force and energy. And I don't know if it's just you know he missed thirty games. And yeah, you can try to stay in shape. And he came back and he played well when he first came back, but. Maybe he's kind of hitting some kind of middle-of-the-season doldrum right now, but he, he doesn't look like the guy they need to, to win. They have no margin for error. I mean, they really have zero margin for error. And if they don't get top effort and production out of those five guys, Curry, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, and, and Looney, because I'm not going to put Poole in that group, if they don't get perfect performance out of those five guys, you know, it, it could be a long night. John, we always appreciate you taking time on the program with us, and uh, we'll see how the Warriors come out tonight. Yeah, and then and, and, and see how the Suns come out. It's, it's all about depth, I think, for both those teams. Absolutely. Appreciate the time. We'll catch up soon. Thank you. Once okay. Again, all right, bye-bye. Once again, he is John Cannon there, former Valley talk show host.